Welcome to Happenstance, the podcast that explores the planned, the unplanned, and how our careers are created out of opportunity, hard work, and the unexpected. I'm your host, Cassie. Episode 10. I can and cannot believe it all at the same time. I made a video the other day about being in the middle of a dream coming true. There's a line in a song by Andrew McMahon who, if you've been following along or listened to a few episodes by now, you have probably heard that name. But anyways, he has a song called Careless, and there's a lyric in that song that says, you can get so tired, too tired to tell that the dream's coming true. And essentially in the video that I made, I was talking about how since launching this podcast, it has really felt like a dream come true in, in all sense of saying that. And I, I don't know, I kind of just like got, got chills even saying that it feels like a dream come true. And it does. And in this video, I was talking about how I'm like kind of in this consistent state of awe that the last nine episodes have happened. And in addition to that, and just kind of seeing this thing come into the world and to exist on platforms and to have people listening, it's just been such a really kind of special moment for me. And I have tried really hard to be present throughout this process and to be in the moment, not only with each episode, but as each episode has come out and trying as much as possible to just kind of embrace this for what it is in this moment in time and to not think about what's next, what's next, what's next, which is usually my first instinct with things like this. If anyone has ever taken the Gallup Finders assessment, it's essentially an assessment that provides people with their top five strengths. And through this assessment, it really kind of looks at like these innate strengths that are just in you and part of you. And one of my top five is maximizer, which essentially means that I am someone who is always looking for ways to elevate, transform, and improve things. And while that is very much kind of a strength of mine or just kind of this natural state that I'm in. And it's something that has served me very well, especially in some of my past roles and and all of that. It is also something that I have tried really hard to not be in that mindset, to kind of not be in this like maximizer mindset and to, to really not let my experience and this moment of of really being in the middle of it. I've tried really hard to not let that be altered by that like maximizer mindset and and the numbers and the list of things that I think I could do better and and all of that. I've just tried to be really present with it and to really focus on my goal. And my goal, especially with these first few episodes and with this podcast overall, is to tell career stories. That's it. To share these stories and to create a space where we can share these stories that looks at how others have gotten to where they are, the moments that changed everything, big or small, the hard work that they've put into making their dreams a reality, and then, of course, all the ups and downs and twists and turns and 
unexpected things along the way. The learning, the decisions, the happenstance. So here we are, episode 10, and I want to say that I am just so grateful that you are here. I am still in awe that we are in the middle of this and creating this podcast, that it's happening. And this thing that I talked about for so long is here. I am in the middle of it. We are in the middle of it. We are in the middle of this dream coming true. And uh, it's just been really a really special experience. And so I am grateful to everyone listening currently, in the future, in the past, whatever it may be. I'm grateful you're here. And today, I want to share another happenstance story from my own career, my own life, and a piece of the story that I kind of left out in that intro episode, Happenstance and Hosting. So the part of the story that you do know is that while I was still an undergraduate student, I went to my career center and I sat down with a career coach and I interrupted that coach to ask, how do I get your job? And basically he said, go to grad school, do these things. You can work in a career center like I do. And so that's what I did. And that's the story that you all know and that I told in that first episode that I went to grad school and then I started working in career centers. And that led me to where I am now, career coach, podcaster, all these things. The piece of the story that I left out is that in between actually going to grad school and that moment where I said, how do I get your job? I stood at a true crossroads because in a matter of about a week or two, I had learned that I was accepted to grad school and a higher ed program where I could have an assistantship in a career center and everything like that. But I had also been offered a full-time wedding planning job. And throughout my college experience, some of the internships that I did and event planning and wedding planning was kind of the goal. It was something that I had always been interested in. Throughout high school, I was consistently planning events and that type of thing for different organizations and fundraisers and all of that. I did an event planning internship for a nonprofit while I was in undergrad. And so as I was going throughout the process, I had applied to many full-time jobs at different wedding planning venues, but also concert venues and other things. And I applied to grad school and it all kind of came together in a matter of, I think it was less than two weeks where I had multiple opportunities in front of me. And I remember so clearly being in that moment and just feeling so torn and so uncertain and so, so, so caught up in thinking about what the quote right choice was. I remember being in that moment and feeling like, you know, for all the times that I had lacked clarity before, this was a like, how am I, how could I possibly make a decision right now? And it felt like whatever decision I was making was that that one decision. It was like, I am choosing a career path for the rest of my life when I choose this. And so it was this week or two of so much stress and seeking far too many opinions, 
regarding the decision I needed to make and crunching the numbers and doing all the things. And ultimately, you know the ending of the story, I chose grad school. And I have never had any regrets on that decision. But I think this story is not only important, but fun because it came full circle uh, back in 2021. And back in 2021, I had uh, one of my very best friends that I have grown up with and known since I was six. And I know her entire family and I attend family reunions with them and Actually, at the time that this episode comes out, I'm going on a trip with this friend and her two sisters and just couldn't be more excited about it. But that friend reached out to me and said that her cousin was getting married. Her parents have this beautiful piece of property um, in Vermont that like looks out onto the mountains and they were going to do the wedding there outside, bring in all the vendors, and they really needed someone to help with the wedding planning, to help with the day of coordination and all of that. And I said, yes, it was something that I didn't even really need to think about for a lot of reasons. One was that this was a, a family that I, I know and that I care a lot about. And so I wanted to help make that day special. Um, but it also was an opportunity for me to kind of circle back to that career that I had said no to and to give it a shot and to kind of see, you know, like, is this something I could have done? And so while I did turn that job down before going to grad school, the skills that were leading me down that path and the kind of passion for like bringing a vision to life and my like mild obsession with checklists, you know, that that stood the test of time. And I think those are all elements that led to my friend Molly, if you're listening, hey, it led to her reaching out and saying like, this is something that Cassie would be good at. And this is also something that she had thought about in terms of a career. And so I spent a handful of months leading up to the wedding, hopping on calls um, with my friend's cousin and her family and kind of talking through all of the elements of the wedding and the different responsibilities throughout the day and everything like that. And the actual weekend of the wedding was you know, kind of this beautiful whirlwind of centerpieces and seating charts and checklists and logistics. And it was stressful and it was joyful. And it really was that glimpse into, you know, what would it have looked like? What would it have been like had I accepted that wedding planning job? Had I not gone to grad school? But more than that, and the reason why I wanted to tell this story today is because it was such a solid reminder for me that we so often stress and stress and stress about making the, quote, right decision with our careers. And we spend so much time debating that next step, whether it's saying yes to an opportunity like grad school, whether it's making a decision between two career paths or saying no to an opportunity, saying yes to an opportunity, deciding to apply or interview, whatever these decisions are around our careers, there's so much stress around it and stress around making that, quote, right decision or being so fearful about making the, quote, wrong decision. And this experience and kind of having that full circle moment, which was 
you know, I think it was seven years between the time when I turned down that wedding planning job to when I had the opportunity to plan this wedding. It was just such a solid reminder that there's no wrong steps. There's just opportunities. And saying no to one specific career or a job or an experience or whatever it may be at one point in time doesn't mean saying no to that career forever. And so the kind of second piece of this story is that I planned that wedding and that wedding happened in September of 2021. And less than a month later, in October of 2021, I was celebrating that same friend's birthday. It was Molly's birthday. And she was the person who had connected me to that first wedding. It was her cousin. We were celebrating her birthday and she had another friend there as well who I'd met a couple of times, but, you know, just kind of in, in passing and through this mutual connection. And we were reflecting on the wedding and talking about that experience and kind of how it was this full circle moment for me and, and everything that went into that weekend. And this other friend who was also at this birthday celebration was kind of like, wait, um, I'm getting married in 2022. It's also kind of a backyard wedding on my family's property. Like, I'm definitely going to need someone to help with the day of coordination and some of the planning. Would you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, just again, this opportunity just popped up and, and I said yes to it. And so that was in October of 2021. And that wedding just happened last weekend um, in June of 2022. And so for the second time, I was in that role of day of coordination and making sure that all the vendors showed up on time, you know, troubleshooting some (laughs) challenges throughout the day, which included it being incredibly windy, a beautiful and sunny day, but we were not anticipating that wind, getting everything set up and helping make this person's wedding day as special as possible too. So twice now I've had that opportunity and in addition to it just even further solidifying that idea or that reminder that opportunities can come, especially if we're open to them and that, you know, while I don't consider myself a quote like wedding planner or day of coordinator, it is something that I've done now a couple times and I think you know, one of the biggest pieces of happenstance is that is when those unplanned and unexpected moments happen. And I think in many ways, those unplanned and unexpected moments can feel like they need to be these big things. Like it was unexpected that a video blew up on YouTube or it was unplanned that, you know, you'd run into someone and you have this connection, whatever it may be. But those unplanned and unexpected moments can also be smaller things. Like I got a text that said, hey, my cousin's planning a wedding and I think they need help. Like, would you be interested? It was not really this like big moment where I was like, oh my God, you know, this is it. It was more of like, oh, interesting. An opportunity to plan a wedding and for someone that I know. Okay. Like, let me learn more about that. Just being open to that opportunity. And then again, you know, being in this moment where I'm just having a conversation about this experience and we're talking through and reflecting and someone else goes, hey, wait, I have a wedding. I could definitely use some help. And being like, 
yeah, sure. And I think what has additionally been so unique about this experience of kind of like dipping my toe back into wedding planning and event planning in the past two years or year and a half has been people asking if it's going to become a full-time job or if it's going to become like an official side gig that I offer. And a lot of my former colleagues and a lot of my friends and, and extended people in my life, it is kind of this like ongoing joke that I'm I'm just always at weddings, whether I'm attending them, whether I am in them as a bridesmaid or officiating them, which I've done a couple times. And it is kind of this funny subset of, of my life. Um, in June 2022 alone, I was at three weddings. One I officiated, one I was a guest, and one I was doing day of coordination for. So it is just kind of this funny subset of, of my life, but it is also something where I was reminded, especially this past weekend, doing the day of coordination I was probably asked 10 or 12 times, like, so is this a business? Is this a side gig for you? Like, what is this? And at first, I really didn't know how to answer that question because no, it's not. And it's not a business. And I don't think it ever will be. You know, I never want to say never, but it has been a really fun opportunity to kind of stretch my skills in a different way and to prove to myself that I could have done it. You know, I could have taken that job and I I could have done a really good good job at it. But also just that reminder to myself and to others that not only is it so important to stay open to opportunities, but I also think it's important to remember that not everything has to be a side gig or a business or a huge money maker for you. It can be something that you say yes to because the opportunity sounds fun or because you want to help a friend out, or because you want to see if another career path would be a better fit. So that's what I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks is just this reminder to myself and to all of you and to anyone who needs it that there are no wrong steps. There's just opportunities and a reminder that these opportunities saying, yes to an opportunity or saying no to an opportunity doesn't mean that you have to keep that answer forever. You know, a huge part of happenstance is the idea that we do not make a single career decision, but that our careers are a series of decisions and a series of saying yes and no. And, you know, like Lindsay Pollock said last week on the podcast, if it's not a hell yes, then it's probably a no. And other guests, I know Steph Ellsperman talked about this too in her episode of like, there are going to be moments that you know are a yes. And there's going to be other moments where maybe you're not so sure or where maybe you just make a decision because in that moment, it's a yes. And I think that's so important. And trusting your gut is so important. But I also just want to put it out there that even when we are trusting our gut, and even when it is such a hell yes, none of those decisions have to be forever, and none of those careers or opportunities have to last forever. And so 
being open to opportunities, recognizing that you have skills and strengths and experiences that can be used in so many different ways. And, and also, you know, thinking about like, who are the people who are in your corner? Who are the people who know the strengths and skills and experiences and interests and passions that you have? So those are my takeaways for today. First and foremost is just feeling so grateful that you're listening. The second takeaway being that if you are at a crossroads right now or you're trying to make that decision about what's next in your career, is just that reminder that there really is no right or wrong decision. Every experience, every opportunity, every passion is is valuable and our careers are very rarely linear. So if something is feeling like a hell yes, do that. If something is not, trust that feeling and more than anything, know that saying yes or saying no to something right now doesn't mean that you're saying no forever. Happenstance. Let's see where it takes us. 